Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VGW void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hi john schwab here and welcome to take your bow a new bite-sized podcast series from the curtain call stable that shines a spotlight on the people that make theater happen In today's climate of increasing isolation, we want to bring you a daily dose of inspiration. In each episode, we're giving someone in the theater a chance to take a bow. From a seasoned professional to a drama school student, a vocal coach to a life coach, you'll find them right here, giving insights into what drives them to be in the business and who inspires them. On today's episode is actor Ed Stoppard. Now you've seen Ed on the screen and many things, including upstairs, downstairs, and on numerous London stages throughout the years. Most recently though, in his father's play, Leopoldstadt. And his father would be Sir Tom Stoppard, just in case you didn't know. He's a dear friend and we've talked for ages. And, and even this is a much shorter episode than what I could have put out because Ed is so funny. He is genuinely, he has funny bones and we all need a laugh these days. Like I said, I've I've known Ed for years, and uh, but listen, enough of me. Let's just let's hear Ed's story. Do we have to like? I mean, like, okay, and and three, two. <laughs> no, no, we're not. No, we don't have to do that. We could do that. We could Ed. We can start it. All right, Ed, I'm going to start it the way that you want. Here we go. Ed, in five, four, three. Who are you and what do you do? John. <laughs> Hello, John. No. Um, hi, I'm Ed Stoppard, and I am currently a resting actor. Oh, Ed, so good to see you. Um, uh, you, John. Listen, we've had previous before, haven't we? Yes, we have. We did a we did a wonderful play in 2012 called The Leisure Society. Um, it was a forehand. It was a comedy. Fond, fond it was memories a, of that a, one. a Canadian comedy. <laughs> Go figure. I was about to kind of make some disparaging comment about Canada and comedy, but then some of our greatest comedians have been Canadian. Yes, absolutely. Most of Amer- most of America's best comedians are Canadian. Most. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Should we, should we now name some? Should we do a fun game where we name some? Dan Aykroyd. Jim Carrey. John Candy. Uh, uh, John Candy. Was Bill Murray Canadian? Probably. He can, you know what? He, if he's not, uh, he claims he was, Canadian. But like, but 
but there's lots of people who are Canadian that you just never knew were Canadian. Yeah. Um, most of whom I can't I think of. There are some major Hollywood stars. I was going to say Matthew McConaughey, but actually I'm fairly confident wouldn't, he is Wouldn't that be... He's the only one I'm sure isn't Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not Canadian. No. He's from, isn't he from down your way? He, uh, what, is Pensacola, he Florida? Florida? No, I believe he's Texan. Or, you know, if he's not Texan, he's been adopted by Texas. He's from the South. He's from the South. He's 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 kind of my way. You're right. You're right. Uh, um, and yeah, we talked about early. Yeah, it was it was really good. It was really good uh, show in many many ways. Um, in many ways, I had a few. Yes, I, I mean, had my biggest right. my biggest corpse on stage 82. ever. What? I corpsed on stage for the yeah. longest time I've ever I've ever done. That was when Aggie Dean. Well, I think probably all of us. That unknown. Um, <laughs> that unknown entity, Ag- Agnes Dean, um, punched me. Yeah, I mean, really presumably hard. that was the longest time Aggie had ever caught on stage because she'd never been on stage before. But <laughs> I hold that fully eight years later, she still hasn't caught for as long as she did that day. No, no. Um, but and it was and it was her fault for punching you. She punched me. Well, the thing in the play, she was supposed to punch me, but she she punched me really hard, and it was like a wow. Yeah. And then she punched me again, which wasn't. She went to punch you again. Yeah. And you dropped out of character. And as John, I you said, just said, stop. No, oh, stop. stop. You said, yeah, stop or something. Yeah. It was, and yeah. it was a was proper, it. it was a no acting really asking because she's a kickboxer. So she punched me really hard and I, I broke character and I just said, stop. Like it was a yeah. plea anyway. Yeah. And it was clear. It was clear that that was you and not your character. And that was all it took. That was it for the three for the three professional actors. Sorry, well, Aggie for for all four professional actors on stage to just completely lose their shit. Yeah. And um, and and uh, yeah, and the audience to boot. I think the audience were actually cockahoot. Oh, we couldn't. We they thought they'd like won the won the theatrical lottery. Yeah, they did. They did uh, that day. Ed, I'm gonna. I'm... Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Go. Go. So, uh, when did you know that you wanted to work in this business? I was convinced you were about to ask me, so when did you know you had COVID-19? Um, <laughs> the, the answer to which is I, I've suspected I've had it for a few days. Right. Um, when, did I, when did I know I wanted to work in this business? Yeah. Uh, subconsciously, since I was a kid, consciously, uh, when the, the rubber hit the road, as uh, you guys say, when I left university and I had to figure out how I was going to earn a living. And... And I realized that, um, but what I realized was if I didn't try to be an actor, I would never forgive myself. That was it, really. Um, it wasn't that I had, you know, that I had just been kind of, you know, biding time until, you know, formal education was out of the way so I could then embark on my acting career. Uh, I was sort of in denial. That's what I was. I was in denial until I was 22, I guess, when I left university. Uh, and then, yeah, realized with sort of blinding clarity that this was something that I really had to try to do. And um, that was like 22 years ago or something. So file file me under lucky. Ah, well, um, also talented, my friend. Um, who inspired you then and who inspires you now? My, so I went to see a play that had a young Ian Glenn in it. 
Wow. Uh, for those okay. of you who don't know who Ian Glenn is, if you're if you've ever watched Game of Thrones, which I presume is ninety eight percent of you, what was his name? He was the one who looked after the oh God, the blonde one, Dragon Lady. See, uh, I, I I'm I'm one of the two percent who hasn't seen a single episode, Ed. Good for you. Well, anyway, Ian Glenn. Ian Glenn was the kind of incredibly handsome fifty-something guy who who was like the bloke who looked after Daenerys. I think he was called Sejura. In my head, he was always called Sejura, but no, I think his name was Sejura, and I still don't know whether that meant he was a knight whose name was Jura, or if his entire name was Sejura. But anyway. Uh, that was Ian Glenn. That is Ian Glenn. But I saw him in 1989 in, in a play. And I didn't even think I want to do what that guy does. I actually just thought I want to be him. I mean, I basically fell in love with Ian Glenn <laughs> in a platonic way <laughs> when I was like 15. Nice. And, and, and have remained so ever since, in fairness. I'm now, you know, honored to say he's a friend of mine. Um, but so that was kind of what made me think even unconsciously or subconsciously, uh, yeah, I need to, this is something I need to do. And who inspires me now? Uh, British actor called Mark Bonner, who lots of you will know from lots of amazing shows. And he's, well, it's one of those things, a weird thing, our business, it isn't entirely a meritocracy and you know, Mark, along with so many other actors I could mention who I worked with, but I'll stick with Mark, who is kind of like, he's like the, he's like the Manny Pacquiao of actors. He's like pound for pound <laughs> or the Floyd Mayweather or something. Yeah. He's like, for my money, he's like for pound for pound. He's like the best. I, I, I defy anyone to come up with someone because he's an incredible dramatic actor. He's an incredible comedic actor. He's and he's just such a lovely guy. He's generous and kind and humble. Yeah, go. Question two, three. It's question which, whichever one we're on now. Um, so you, uh, what, what do you, you, you have a family. You talked about uh, the, the girls before, and um, what do they think of your job? Because they, but they've they've grown up, haven't they? Knowing that daddy is on stage and on telly, and there's a theater background, obviously, to to your life. Yeah. But what what does your family think of of your everyday job? I mean, like all aspects of this job, when it's good, it's great. And when it's bad, it's a nightmare. So, you know, when, when I'm just kind of, oh, I don't know, when, I, when I'm abroad for three months, yeah. then it's really, really not a very good job as far as they're concerned and as far as my long-suffering wife is concerned. Um, I mean, I think, you know, on the occasions where there's like a little bit of kudos, I guess they're, you know, pretty fine with that. You know, although sometimes, you know, most, I don't know. I think there's, wow, I'm, I'm just being so eloquent. <laughs> I can't believe I'm unemployed. Um, uh, they are, this is clearly a question I should have discussed with my therapist because something's going on. Um, yeah, I think mo I think they are kind of, quite pleased and sort of a bit proud and a bit kind of excited, you know, until the time where 
you know, they go into school and some kid says, oh, I saw your dad kiss a man on the TV last night. I'm yeah. scarred for life. And then, and then they feel that my job is not so good. All right, last question before we do any quick fire. Obviously, um, uh, you haven't been performing yeah. at night when you should be performing at night in, in your father's critically, absolutely lauded play and, and you guys were just on it. And um, it's a sh- it's really is a shame to see it not there. Um, we understand why, but it is what it is. But how, how are you filling your days, Ed? You know, this is, you know, it's a little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of, of advice. And- yeah, it's a good question. I mean, basically, you know, I felt that for, you know, psychological reasons, the best thing is for me to stick as closely to that routine as I can. So, so at about half past four, I kind of say, okay, bye, I'm going to get my train. And, and then I secrete myself in a cupboard for an hour and a half. I then emerge from the cupboard. And I put on the the closest thing I have in my wardrobe to my costume, which is kind of a suit and a kind of old fashioned tie. I, I do a vocal warm up, um, and then at seven twenty five, I step into the toilet, uh, which has become my performance space. And then I basically <laughs> hasn't do it show. always been? Hasn't it always been? Well, great... it has. It has. It has. Um, some of my finest work. <laughs> and then I, I do the show. I do the show. And actually, it, in a way, it's been a bit of a boon because, you know, I can play those roles, you know, for which on paper I'm not so suited. So my wife, my sister, my mother-in-law, um, I can play all of those roles. And, yeah, like I say, it's, it's okay. What do I do? What do I really do? <laughs> you know what? In all, joking apart, I was actually thinking this morning, I was thinking, maybe I should, like, run bits of the play. You know, like, stay optimistic. Like, stay, like, stay match fit stay, yeah, or something. Yeah. And, but actually, like, run bits of the play. Because I thought, wait, I haven't done the show for 10 days or something. And I thought, hey, asshole, can you remember your lines? <laughs> and, I, and, like, this voice came back going, oh. So I thought, maybe I should run my lines. <laughs> Um, and just like do it, I quite like to do bits of the show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I am going to do that. But what I've, I've been doing, what have I been doing? Like gardening and like helping the kids with their homework and just sort of trying to keep it busy. And uh, so I try, like, you know, WhatsApp groups mm. take up an astonishing amount of time. I'm being quite mercenary of my WhatsApp groups. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, like, I'm, I do archery as like a hobby and I'm fortunate enough to have a garden where I can do a bit of archery. So I, I've been doing archery probably to the great alarm of my neighbors. Uh, but just as a, as a heads up, um, if the zombie apocalypse does actually materialize yeah, and anyone's thinking about trying to steal our toilet paper, I'll just let it be known that I can put six arrows through a dinner plate at 30 paces. Ed so Bullseye Stoppard. Take a, take a dinner plate, place it over your torso, and then figure out how you can cover 30 yards between me and my toilet paper, or you and my toilet paper even, uh, before in, in less time it takes me to knock an arrow and shoot it at you. Um, I'm not advocating violence, obviously, um, 
but uh, like in, in my defense, I did stipulate zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And I think, I think actually all, I think all bets are off if this does actually turn into a zombie apocalypse. I think, yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah. And just like, I, gee, I mean, God damn it. You know, like, well, you know what? Something I figured out, what I figured out was that self-isolation is actually a lot like self-absorption. So as an actor, I feel I've really hit the ground running. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can while away hours just like in my own head loads of stuff you know being six feet tall that's a regular one that... right like de- days can go by <laughs> imagining like re- reaching stuff from high shelves without having to get like a the grabber or ask ask yeah, a t- asking a tall granny grabber. asking a tall that granny honestly... in the supermarket you know yeah yeah having to get esme my 16 year old who's taller than me to reach down for reach for things <laughs> reach down for things that's <laughs> Reach down with things. I know. It's <laughs> hey, it's it's an upside down world we're living in, John. I know. You know what? You're absolutely right. All right, here we go. We're gonna do some. Uh, we're gonna do some uh, rapid fire, some rapid me. fire questions, and um, uh, who knows how this is gonna go? Okay, Ed, movies or theater? Sorry, wait. Uh, yes, I'm so sorry. Um, what to, to watch or to? work it either what what is what is it for you what 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 turns you on movies or theater no one asked you no one's no no you, one's you, asked you, you nope. specific stipulation no nope. movies or theater movies okay steven sondheim or lin-manuel miranda sondheim twitter or instagram instagram yeah these are hard aren't they well they're hard for someone like me who doesn't really do either but it's fine broadway or west end west end Clotted cream or jam first? Oh. Uh, well, I guess yeah, a cream. Okay. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Okay, this one's going to be a tough one. Stop art or Shakespeare? I mean, seriously? <laughs> seriously? Shakespeare. <laughs> Duh. Uh, wicked or lame is? Okay, I've got no frame of reference for that question. <laughs> That's fine. So That's good. That's good. I'm going for Wicked. I'm going for Wicked. Okay. I'm going for Wicked because I have a strong suspicion that Les Mis would make me so cross. Okay. Okay, perfect. Uh, last one. This is, you know, Netflix or Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime. Okay. Well, but, well okay, for this simple reason. For, the, for this simple reason, can I order more toilet paper on Netflix? No, I can't. Very good answer. There it is. That's how the world is going to be categorized now. You know, does this service offer me toilet paper? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's going to be, do I, do I bank with Lloyd's or Barclays? Which one offers toilet paper? Oh, well, then it's Lloyd's. You know, everything is going to be that. Damn. Toilet paper is going to become the new currency. <clears throat> it is. Do you know what I mean? People are going to gamble fact, with toilet paper. I think someone, I think someone did do a kind of funny little video last week of him going to get like a coffee in Starbucks, and the woman kind of said that'll be four pounds fifty, please. And he was like, oh, "Okay." And out of his back pocket, he used, he pulled out a kind of small roll, like a nearly used up roll of toilet paper, and just pulled off a few sheets and offered her the sheets of toilet paper. Oh, I thought that was pretty nice. That's very good. I mean, just to be clear. 
it's not worth having a species-ending pandemic for those few funny videos. I'm just saying, given we have the species-ending pandemic, the videos are like a nice... Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm trying to think of an analogy. It would be like, let's say you like jumped out of an airplane and your chute didn't open. You know, it would be it would be like just before you kind of plummet to your death. No, I'm nearly done. I really am nearly done. Thank you so much for doing this with, for me, and please thank the girls pleasure, for letting me steal pleasure, you pleasure. for 30 minutes. Pleasure, man. All, all right, lots all of love. Best. Lots of love. Cheers, John. Bye. Bye. Ed Stop out there speaking from his sitting room on lockdown, not going stir-crazy at all. We all need a little bit of inspiration and happiness these days, and hopefully today's chat gave you just a little bit of that. Thank you to everyone who's responded to our call-out so far for guests, and if you'd like to take your bow, get in touch with us via any of our social media platforms at Curtain Call, all one word, or email me at john at curtaincallonline.com. Join us next week when another theater professional somewhere across the globe will be taking their bow. Bye. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor, and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.